0: Hey, good evening, everyone. Uh, Tonight is a special night, Friday night. Usually, we're here every Thursdays at 9 PM. But last night, we had to reschedule so to tonight. And um, we continue with our Crown Rules, um, Episode 8, Your Purpose. Good evening, Ms. Dozier. Good
1: evening, Mr. Ford. How are you tonight? I'm all right.
0: I'm all right. How's everything going?
1: everything's good it's been a long week but a quick week at the same time i don't know how that happened
0: yeah as they say time flies when you're having fun i guess right
1: i guess i guess yes
0: so tonight's episode episode eight so quickly these 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 weeks fly by um we discover or or try to explain your purpose uh going into going into another section of the book and, and really understanding a, person, a person's purpose. Yes, yes. So, talk, so uh, explain um, how do you try to define or get someone to understand their purpose in the book without, um, you know, like you said in the book, the religious dogma, the, the ideology, like to really, really understand like, you know, why are you here? Um, yes. Why are you amongst the, 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 the human being race and and trying to get the reader and the person that's uh, reclaiming their journey to understand their purpose?
1: Um, so the, thank you for that, curse, that question, Quentin. So the, this chapter in itself attempts to take the reader on a journey regarding purpose. Specifically, first discussing that our creation is intentional. We're not here by mistake. Um, There's a series of events that need to occur in order for us to show up on this planet. Just as um, things just as simple and unique as your mother and your father encountering one another. Like all of the, the, the uniqueness and the chance involved in that. And then your eventual creation, those things do not occur by accident. Your your being here has been, is intentional. So I, t- I talk about that first. And then I talk about, you know, being here for a purpose and how you can identify what that purpose is and then once you identify it to live on purpose. So it um, it really takes that the, the reader through that journey of that experience of understanding you're here for a reason, understand what that reason is and then be intentional about it.
0: So 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 let me ask anyone in the chat what is what is your purpose? What is what is your purpose? As we say to um, exist, what is what is your purpose? Is your purpose to just go to work, um, get up every day, go to work, bring home the money, pay bills, and, and every day be the same? What what would you define uh, as your purpose? Uh, when I was going over the book, Julia, I, I asked myself the question: Do you think do you think that um, a person should redefine their purpose um, as much as possible, or their purpose should be defined and they to their understanding and just go and just um...
1: I do I do discuss the fact that you know purpose is not linear. Um, I remember a few years back uh, when the conversation about you know knowing what your purpose is first entered like mainstream discussion how everybody was in a frenzy trying to identify what their purpose is. And even sometimes now, if you bring up the word, like, what's your purpose? People get a little anxious and a little nervous because they feel like they haven't identified it yet. Um, And one of the things that that I came to understand on my journey is that your purpose is simply the things uh, that you enjoy doing that bring you fulfillment and that also create. A positive experience for others. So from my perspective, your purpose is wrapped up in the energy that you bring to the world.
0: So you so you would say, OK, if I put out, like like we always talk about, um, if I put out this, I receive this. I put out I put out all this energy. But a lot of times we don't receive the energy that we give so cuz it's basically contingent on the people that we're dealing with a lot of a lot of times like you know you'll say okay i got my circumference of people that i give off my great energy to like nicole just said she thinks she says she thinks her purpose is to uplift others but then we run across those individuals who don't appreciate our energy or bring their negative energy in our in our circumference so you think that how do you think we deal? We should deal with that, like dealing with people whose energy is just off?
1: So I believe that that there is a path to your purpose. So it's not something that remains stagnant. It's intended to move you along your, your journey and move you along your life experience. So um, in the case of Nicole, who who said that she believes her purpose is to help uplift others. Let's say, for example, she's in an environment where she's doing that and she's not receiving that energy back or people are not appreciating what she's bringing to the table, so to say. Her purpose and the drive and the energy wrapped up in her purpose if she is attentive to it, will move her to a different group of people that will respect it and will accept it and will acknowledge it so that she can live it out. A lot of people um, who stay in situations where they're not being appreciated or not being valued and giving out that energy, what they're giving out, what they're here to do and it's not being um, welcomed or appreciated, they tend to let their dreams or their purpose die in them because they're not getting, it's not being fed. So the thing about purpose, I think is that it's bi-directional. It's not only what you're here to do, but it's also seeing the results of that around in the people that you're around.
0: I think, I think that, um, as I was, you know, going over the chapter, do you, I was saying for an individual, um, who may have their their core their core beliefs are into the religion or philosophy or values that they have, um, as they're reclaiming, you know, um, I would like to say that for lack of better words, they have to strip down all the layers first and then start reclaiming what their belief is. Do you think that it would be hard because a lot of a lot of us will be like, you know, my purpose is what the creator had intended for me. Or the Creator uh, wanted wanted me to worship Him. So, in going over that, like, okay, you want you want a person to have that type of solid foundation. However, when you're trying to understand your individual purpose, not everybody else's purpose in general, um, like we like to say, a lot of us say, um, everybody here is to serve others, serve humanity you know, uh, as they say, worship God, but serve humanity or worship the creator and serve humanity. You want to strip the person down and get them to understand like, okay, yes, your purpose is to help others. Your purpose is there to uplift up others, but a lot of us get so wrapped up in helping each other we wind up losing ourselves.
1: So so that's the thing. I think that's a very valid point, but that's the, that's the thing about purpose and it being an energy just as you were created you are also called to create in whatever way that is and that's you know part part of a, of your purpose like a subpart of your purpose you're you're called to create and whatever it is that you whatever special skills or talents or ability or passions that you have when you live those out you're actually creating you're actually doing what you were created to do and i think that when it comes down to this conversation and even the idea of stripping yourself, you know, down some people are afraid to give up the religious beliefs or the religious ideologies that ideologies that were instilled in them they don't want to lose that and so they choose to hold on to that rather than be creative rather than walk in their purpose rather than do what they came here to do and, you know, the thing is, it's a very delicate balance. Some people don't understand that you get to choose what you want to hold on to and what you want to let go of. And sometimes your, your, your passion or your purpose is such a burning desire that even when you're trying to hold on to that religious ideology or that rel- religious dogma or those principles, you will still have that burning in your spirit to do what you have been called to do.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, King said, "My purpose is to live life and be happy, knowing that all that I do is going to breathe success into anything that I do." Um, and this is this this speaks about something that you talked about the book and we're dealing with success. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you like in in knowing with what you just said and knowing that you know a lot of times people will be like you know I, I feel unfulfilled because they, they feel like they're not living that, that purpose, that that burning desire that's in the, in the gut, in their gut. And they'd be like, you know, I gotta do more, I gotta do more. Do you think, um, how can I say this? That a person, for example, the, the, a person's purpose can also be the reason why they have to reclaim their throne?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I believe that that your experiences in life, as I said, your purpose takes you along the path. Takes you along a path that your experience in your experience in your life in your life moves you along that path. And sometimes there are experiences that you have that wake you up to the fact that you're not in alignment. And, you know, there are, especially, you know, I I know that I'm not alone. You have so many influencers and influential people who are successful because part of what they do is motivational speaking and, and telling people how they overcame certain things. And so that's their purpose. That's ingrained in them to help people to understand how they can be happy. You know, that's your first and foremost purpose is to be happy. And how how do you become happy? You become happy by chasing those things that are are in your heart's desire or in your mind to do. There are some people who have had a desire to do a thing, whatever it is, for years. It never leaves them and it never will leave them until they do it. And if they don't do it, then they'll die with that in their heart.
0: It's like it's like we talked about the other day. It's like being on that cliff and being afraid to jump. That sometimes mm-hmm. you don't want to jump. So sometimes you need somebody to like kick you in your your rear end like get off the cliff. Go on out there and chase chase your dreams, chase your purpose, chase chase the success that you cry, you strive for. So you broke so you so in the, in the chapter you broke down short-term and long-term purpose. Yes. Ex- explain to us what you meant by short-term purpose
1: short term purpose is the well let me backtrack one of one of the guiding principles that i live by is comes from a scripture in the bible that says where there is no vision the people peri- perish which means that if you don't have something that you're looking toward or something that you're hoping for, or something that you're looking to uh, achieve or experience, then you will just be on that wheel of going to work, (laughs) paying the bills, (laughs) you know, maybe having a family night, whatever the case may be. You'll stay on that circle indefinitely without a vision, Um, and that vision is is tied to your purpose. So when I talk about short-term goals, it's really about What do you want to accomplish immediately? Because sometimes it's easier to think about the things you might want to accomplish in the next three months, six months, year. But sometimes it's even even, um, easier to set what you want to accomplish for the next day. And the reason why it's in the book is because when you establish those short-term goals and you identify your your plan or your path for how to get there and you start working on them, what you're doing is you're building courage. A lot of times people don't pursue what they want to pursue because they don't believe in themselves. And how do you get to believe in yourself by accomplishing one small thing at a time?
0: Yeah, Yeah, because the reason why I asked that and how you broke it down in the book is because like you like you said a lot of us are on that professional that that wheel like you know i'm just going to work every day i'm taking i'm taking care of my family taking care of what i believe to be my immediate needs and you hear the story um i worked at a company for 20 years and after that when i got to my 21st year and all they did was gave me a jacket or a watch then I realized my true purpose. And then you see a shift in their career. Like you always hear, quote unquote, a lot of what we may seem like successful people. And they'll tell you uh, a story where they had that burning desire, that burning feeling like I knew I had something going on in me that wasn't being fulfilled. And then all of a sudden I decided to take that leap, to take that jump, to, uh, to, to really like follow what I believe my dream or my purpose really was.
1: Absolutely, um, I'm reminded of um, a video I saw of a young woman on Instagram one time. She was, she was receiving, she told the story about how she was receiving public assistance She told the story about how her children's father was present but wasn't really able to help because of financially help because of his situation and that she had a vision to go into cosmetology. But she didn't know how she was going to go. And, And because she didn't know how she was going to go to cosmetology school, she just sat on her couch or doing whatever she was doing day to day to day, just dreaming about going to cosmetology school. And she said it dawned on her one day to just go get um, the supplies that she needed to try to figure out how to do her own nails. So she went and got the supplies and she looked at some tutorials and she started doing her own nails. She perfected it. The next thing she did was she started offering the service to the people that were you know, in her community. The, the the next thing she knew she had a business, a full-time business where she was a nail tech in her own home. The next thing she knew she was so busy that she had to get her father to babysit her children so that she could have time to do what she needed to do. And he told her that he he only he told her that he would only babysit them if she saved enough money to go to cosmetology school and he wanted her to show him proof of her savings. And so what she had to do was, you know, do the nail technician work, make her money, show him what she had saved. And at, in a period of time, she had saved enough to go to school. So in listening to that story, it was like, you know, sometimes we have the vision and we have the dream and it can seem so big and so impossible to accomplish. And the reality is it just starts with one step. Your purpose will lead you along the path to fulfill that dream in your heart, but you just have to take the first step. And so the short-term goals in the book help you to lay out what those first steps are.
0: And, and, and we had a portion of the book for everybody in the chat that's been coming along with us in the book. Where Julia um, actually lays out a blueprint to write to write down these things, because a lot of times most of us we have these goals and we have uh, dreams that we we all want to do, and we'll write them down. And at the end of the day, we might you may say I you know I want to I want to write a book, I want to write some lines, or I want to take on a different job, a different career. And the example that she gave, and then what will happen is it will be your thought and your dream and then you'll never do it. So with writing this stuff down, um, what you do is you create what Julia calls, and a lot of other people call it, but Julia mentions it a lot, is you create your vision board and and realizing, okay, this is what I wanna do. And you, you always hear, when we were, most of us when we were younger and in school, school teachers would always say to us, Where do you see yourself in five years? And a lot of us were so caught up in what we were doing or just living life and not looking that far that we didn't see five years. We would think, okay, five years is too far for me to look. I'm only worried about trying to get through the day. Like it's a struggle. I live check by check. But the reality is five years of when somebody asks you your five-year plan, a five-year plan is really a short-term goal. Um, this is where Julia speaks about having that short term purpose and a long term purpose and understand, okay, in five years, I'm gonna have this and this certificate for my job so I can put myself in a better situation to make more money.
1: It's it's amazing. Um one of the one of the reasons why this chapter is laid out this way. You know, I always have a little trickery <laughs> in what I yeah. do. One one of the reasons why the chapter is laid out this way, you know, getting you to understand that you're here for a purpose, getting you to understand that you're here on purpose and and getting you to the point where you're ready to walk in your purpose, whatever that may be for you. And having the space to write these things out is because you're setting an intention. And one of the things that I learned through my experience, and it still happens today, like, and. I've been practicing, practicing it so long that it's almost immediate now that when you set an intention to do something, when you have a vision to do something and you can see it, and you can feel it and you write it down, leave it there because you've put it out into the universe for lack of a better word. And then what will happen is that the ideas the creative inspiration will start coming to you, do this, go here, pick that up, talk to this person. You'll have people calling you that you weren't even expecting to call you to, To that helps you to fulfill what it is you were, you were willing to, you want to fulfill. So it's important to, to communicate it and express it because once you, once you do, then everything starts moving in alignment with that. Like, Everything is committed to what you're committed to. If you're committed to being miserable, everything will happen around you to allow you to be miserable.
0: You know, I know I know on um, on Facebook and even on Instagram. I think you have those memories that pop up in your in your in your thread. So I asked myself and everybody in the chat to, like, really look at yourself and say, um, what, what was my purpose last year at this time? Uh, did you did you see yourself on a Friday night sitting here watching Crown Rules? And, and it's important that we understand that alone. Um, last year, we were in a situation where we were just going into the beginning or the difficult task of the pandemic. Not a lot of us had a lot of doubt. Jobs laying off like crazy, couldn't really... Um, being in a situation where you could move. So now we, a year later, we see that as they say, the country's opening back up. Like we had a year to, as they say, reset, rethink, uh, according to Julia's book, reclaim and reestablish our crown, our crown and reestablish our journey. What have we learned? I mean, you know, I'm asking everybody in the chat, what have you learned in the last year about your short-term purpose and your long-term purpose? Has it been Reestablished. um i know that last year this time we didn't uh know anything about crown rules and it's uh it's it's been an amazing journey when we talk about we went over the first the second book crown rules two and now we're going over the, the first book um so a lot of times we we set out and and say well i'ma am I'm going to do your book and like last year and like I'm gonna have my book out, and then like now we like have like a virtual book club, and I know that we're both planning uh separate things and then doing different things, and then we don't know where we're gonna be at next year and 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 what we plan to do and what we intend to do may not be in the script, it may be something bigger for us, so we have to as we say, take that leap uh go ahead, Julia,
1: oh my goodness, Quentin, um. So amazing that you said that. I had a conversation um, with my cousin today. She sometimes appears in the chat, DKB, and I was talking to her about some of my my plans. But I was talking to talking to her about them in a very limited way because in my mind, I have so many things I wanted to do. I don't want to overcommit to anything, and she reminded me. You know, when you when you speak in limits, when you speak in limits, you're not allowing yourself to be open to the enormity of what might be waiting for you once you move down that path. And so it's like sometimes people are afraid to set intention, number one, because it seems too big. But sometimes they are afraid to set intention because they don't want it to be too big. They want it to be kind of, kind of, kind of small and kind of manageable in little chunks. But once you start walking,
0: I mean, I, 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 believe, I, I believe that. And when Joelle speaks about breathing, breathing life to your success, is that you just have to just, as they say, you got to be there. You can't, you can't expect to win the race if you're not in the race.
1: Got to put some skin in so, the game.
0: So I know that we all believe in what we believe is our success, or what we believe in achieving the mark, or 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 getting to the goal that we all strive for. But but a lot of us will take ourselves out of the race.
1: We take ourselves out of the race, and a lot of times we take ourselves out of the race. You know, you and I had a really good conversation this week, Quentin, and I really appreciate the times when we do get to to talk about, you know, very important things. And, you know, you said earlier in the show that sometimes you have to be willing to jump, but you also said when we were talking that sometimes you have to have that person behind you to gently push you. You know, it's important to surround yourself with people who believe in you and who see greatness in you. And sometimes who see more greatness in you than you see in yourself. It's important to have people around you who encourage you to move forward, who encourage you to take the opportunity. A lot of times, people don't move because they don't feel they have the support around them yeah. to, you know, acknowledge them and, and to and, give and them then, encouragement.
0: And then it goes back to the having um, the the self doubt, like you know what, you know, if if I can't, and I always try to try to say a phrase that that I use, and then you know, "Let's talk" slogan is. You know, I water you, you water me, and we grow together. Absolutely. That, that, that sometimes people don't understand that we're so busy asking for water in our plant, we're not helping nobody else water their plant, and vice versa. You know, it's like the old adage, you can't wash your face with one hand. You need, mm. you need both hands to wash your face. And I say that to say that we'd be so consumed with our purpose. I'm like, okay, you're you're a purpose-driven person. And like, for example, say uh, your focus was to get Crown Rules, your second edition out. You know, I, we was talking about that when we were doing Crown Rules 2. You was trying to get the second edition for Crown Rules 1 out. Now, you could have been one of the people who be like, I can't do anything else before <laughs> I finish this edition. But in but, a lot of times, what happens is that just, we are um, people, really are like really multitaskers, a lot of people are, and it helps them focus on the task at hand by doing a bunch of different other things. And then by doing those other things, you're getting input from other people and it's allowing you to make, as they say, put a piece of perfection together, which you know, I always try to say how your books are, like trying to understand like, okay, this is my vision for my books this is my goals this is this is the purpose that i'm trying to achieve but in order to achieve it i have to really really get my resources from everything that's going on around me like um you you hear a lot of professional athletes still say what gives me the edge is the crowd i feed off the energy of the crowd the crowd like boosts me like it really um helps me overcome the Anxiety of the actual event they're doing, so I think that's that's important for us to understand that um, we we tend to be so driven, like you know, I want I want to do this thing perfect, and like you'll miss your mark by trying to be perfect. But when you're not really paying it no mind, but you're putting your all in it, you wind up coming out with that that piece of perfection.
1: Absolutely, there's um. I'm, I'm learning now that there is an ease to success. A lot of what we're taught is that you have to drive, you have to push, you have to pull, you have to, you know, you have to be hard about it. You know, you have to be on it. You gotta be up (laughs) to four o'clock in the morning doing it.
0: Like those, those are the chat. I mean, and, and the reason why it brought, I brought this up is because think about what, what Julia is saying. It with Understanding your purpose, and I'm gonna use this for an example. Has anybody ever seen a beautiful caterpillar? But I bet you you saw a beautiful butterfly. Caterpillars, if you look at them, you know, it, you know, and I'm I know people that study animals and be like, well, this caterpillar is different from this caterpillar, so I know the butterfly is gonna be beautiful. Me myself, I'm a layman, so caterpillars to me they look funny looking. They look, oh, they look you know creepy so a person that don't really like bugs would probably be like oh that thing but look about look about the stages that the caterpillar has and then if when it you, comes to its full butterfly stage
1: if you have never watched the process of a caterpillar turning into a butterfly i highly encourage you just to google it and watch the the video on YouTube, when we talk about it, you know, that cat that transformation, which is the introduction to our show. When we when we talk about, you know, the caterpillar turning into the butterfly, it seems like it's an instantaneous process. But that process can take days, if not weeks, for that caterpillar to turn into that butterfly. And then there's two transformations that occur. The the caterpillar, um, dies in its original form but then the butterfly has to has to emerge from that death the butterfly emerges from that death and the the caterpillar when you think about it is in this small this small little frame in this small little cocoon and the butterfly generally is three to four times bigger than the cocoon so it has to struggle to get out and sometimes that's the exact experience that we have, you know, as we're at, um, getting rid of, you know, those old ideas, those old beliefs and and coming into a new way of being. It's a struggle. It's not always pretty. It doesn't always feel good. And as you're making your transformation, you have to fight out your way out of those old ideas. I would highly suggest that you look at it.
0: Yeah, so so everybody in the chat. I, I don't know if we, me and Julia and myself is coming off right, but sometimes, like like the example that she just used so eloquently, is to understand in order to bring forth new life. Um, for for a lack of better words, you may have to go through the stages of death. Um, I always try to. I had a conversation with a coworker today, and we were talking about the process of a woman having a baby. And, um, you know, being that Mother's Day is coming. I don't think uh, if, if if you've never really understood or looked at the process of a woman having a baby and what she goes through to bring forth life, you'll get the, the idea that what Julia has tried to convey in the book, like getting rid of that old, getting rid of shedding that, like shedding new shedding skin so to say, getting rid of all that new skin and, and, and just laying it all out and just coming into yourself, coming into your new self. And this is what rec- part of reclaiming your throne is, your throne is all about. Some, some of us may have to do it every six months. Some of us may do it once in a lifetime. Some of us may never do it. Some of us may do it all the time. and And, and, and it's good to have that refreshing. It's like the person that is fasting or, or getting rid of uh, eating meat. They're not vegan, but they just say, you know what, I'm not going to eat meat for 30 days. Their body goes through these changes. So you it's, know, it's, go ahead, girls. It's
1: a it's a process. It's not a process that you engage in one time. The shedding of, of you know old beliefs that are not allowing you to move forward of, of, on your path and living your purpose. It's not a death to old beliefs that you experienced one time, if if you're moving forward and you're growing and you're following your your purpose and you're following your vision and you're following your path, you're going to experience that multiple times, but nothing, nothing is as intense as the first time. So if you allow yourself to go through whatever it is that you need to go through in order to, you know, Accept that you believe differently than what you've been taught. Accept that you see yourself differently now than who you've been told to see yourself as. Accept that you feel like it is okay for you to pursue the things that people told you you couldn't pursue. Like once you get into that space and, and allow those old thoughts to kind of fall away, that's a hard thing because it's a part of your identity that you're letting go of. So that you can create your new identity and you can only create your new identity by identifying what your path is what your plan is and then you know walking along that but that first that first death that first death to self to ego
0: and this is why this is why you see so many people in the beginning of what we would consider them going to therapy in the beginning it's a struggle because the therapist gets them to look at themselves first, get them to look at those layers first. And usually if a person is going through that type of therapy, what do they say when they get their breakthrough? That was the best thing I ever did in my life because it allowed them to look at those skeletons and and, and address those issues that they have been keeping hidden for so long. And it allows them a new beginning, a a new life, a new outlook on Understanding and redefining their purpose
1: and and that's you know that's why that's this this chapter is here in this part of the book, because in the first part of the book, there's a little bit of that that process there to kind of look at what are the things that you have been taught to believe, What have been your experiences that cause you to believe certain things about yourself? Examine if those things are true or if it was just based on the experience. And no matter which way it fell, do you believe those things about yourself today? Do you believe something new about yourself today? And once you start believing different things about yourself, now you can start working on what you're here to do and not trying to manage other people's nonsense.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna ask everybody in the chat, if, if, if you don't mind, um, I know we don't have that many people in the chat right now that I know that's that's watching. But if you're watching the show, ask yourself, what 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 have you done, let's just say this last six months, where you looked at yourself and looked at some of the issues that you may think that you have, and you addressed them, and it, it gave you a different purpose or a different outlook on your, your personal situation? Hey, T. LaShelle.
1: Patsy Michelelle
0: so so to the, it's because it's important because a lot of times we'll, for example um i was I was looking at something that I had been doing for a while, and i wasn't I wasn't actually getting the results that I had intended on doing mm-hmm. so I stopped doing it mm-hmm. and what happened is because I stopped doing it, I got complacent in not doing it and then the issues um, came up. Like You have some people who are highly driven, highly motivated people, and they just grind. They just grind, 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 grind. And then when they stop, in the middle of the grind, they may not get get the results that they expected. So then when they stop or slow down, then they realize like, you know what? Because I'm not grinding the way that I used to, I'm not getting that that piece of fulfillment that I really was getting. As we would say getting the, getting the endorphins to the pleasure of the grind.
1: Don't like don't be addicted to the grind. Be addicted to your outcomes because outcomes don't always have to be that difficult. Yeah. Like be be persistent, persevere, you know, go forward, do what you got to do, put your energy into what you got to put your energy into, but Some people do that just for the sake of doing that. They think that being busy or having all of these plans or even making a whole entire vision board, like doing all of that, but not, you know, relaxing into the inspiration that you get to do the next thing so that you can have an outcome. You know, don't be addicted so much to your grind. Be addicted to the outcome. Well, not even addicted, but look forward to that. Find pleasure in the outcome.
0: Yeah, it's it's. It, I, I ran across something yesterday I had seen where it was, and, and sometimes we look at social media and we don't. You see a post, and you be like, "Oh no, I'm not even going to comment on there." That looked like a little bit too much drama going on
1: there. That's gonna be a fight. <laughs>
0: yeah. but then but then sometimes you can look at a post and say, "Okay, we see the problem." The problem has been established. Now let's look for some solution based answers. Instead, you'll see a post and be like, everybody's talking about the problem. Everybody's regurgitating the same issue. Um, the pointing the finger and the, the 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 lack of accountability. How can I come in and comment or try to sway the post to be like, you know what? Let's let's come up with a solution. Let's come up to understand, like, you know, we're Going down this road, like how many times are we gonna keep doing, doing it? And the, and you see that with, with social media, you know, everybody has an opinion, which I believe everybody's opinion should be valued and considered. But like, where's the solution based people at? Where's the, where's the people that's coming up with solutions on how to solve the issue that we're going through? Um, so I think that's important for us to to really understand, like. Uh, Your purpose is to really, like, not always add fuel to the fire, so to say. So King said, show me how to evolve and elevate on a higher scale. Hmm.
1: What he did over the
0: last six months. Yeah, what he did over the last six months. Interesting. You know, some... T. Lachelle said, for me, it was when I caught myself in the midst of repeating cycles that I learned that it is time for course correction, being aware of your cycle and your formal processing is necessary.
1: Absolutely.
0: T. LaShell, you're, you're absolutely right. And a lot of us, when you're going through that continuous cycle, it's hard for us to have the uh-oh moment. I mean, one of, one of the purposes, I believe, that I got out of reading Julia's book the first two times I read it was why do we always why do we seem like we always have to stub our toe first? And and I and I said it before in an episode, like certain things are written down for us and a format is written down, and just follow the format. Like why you got to why you got to go through all these issues?
1: Because
0: in this, in this continuous viciously cycle, because a lot of us beat ourselves up because we, you know, we become victims of our own circumstances. And then we're like, we're doing the same cycle, same cycle.
1: And it's because like, people don't people don't don't know how to trust. People don't know how to trust. They don't know how to trust. Let's say, for example, someone is giving someone advice. They might hear my advice. It might sound good they might not trust it. And the reason why they might not trust it is not because they don't trust that person. They don't trust that they can carry it out based on their prior experience. And so, you know, they'll they'll go through it. And then after they experience it, they'll remember, oh, such and such said, you know, that, you know, this wasn't the thing to do, but sometimes it's also how you communicate the message. Like you can't sometimes broad messages or broad statements are not enough for everybody if you have a personal relationship with someone and can communicate to them in the way you think they need to hear it it might make a difference but then again it might not but even if it doesn't even if they stub their toe when they get tired of stubbing their toe they they'll as T. shell said course correct but also that experience from from stubbing the toe or whatever happened. It's something that they carry along with them on their path. And I think that that's purposeful, too, because it allows them to know what dangers to avoid as they're moving forward. Like once you set your intention, your short term goal or your long term goal, then, you know, our next episode, we'll we'll talk about dangers. But once you set your short term goal or your long term goal, you really become and you become aligned to it. And committed to it. You start to pay more attention to the things that will that could potentially mislead you or misdirect you from your path. And so it's like you don't have time to stub your toe because you have this thing that you that you want to fulfill. And, you know, that stubbing your toe will take you off your path. And it's like what's more important. You, d- you start making decisions about what's more important to you, fulfilling your purpose or your passion or your desire or your dream.
0: Or stubbing your toe. So Shaw also said, "I would get pissed off when I was stubbing my toe, the same way, and my reaction didn't change. That is where I failed. It was all in my responses that has the prop- propensity changed the outcome." Yeah, it's, it's 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 a it's a funny thing is that um, we sometimes. We take ourselves. It's like a, a a mind game that we play with ourselves. That we'll take ourselves through that that down that road again, again, over and over. And then, like you know what? You see the we were discussing this in one of the other episodes. We you see those uh, signs of destruction, and then it's like you know what? If I don't catch myself, and as T Shell said, do a course correction, I'm gonna be back here again.
1: What, what happens is you make a decision to stop hurting yourself because the truth of the matter is, you know, nobody, nobody can can hurt you or um, bring harm in your direction or stop your flow unless you allow it. You know, and sometimes you have to ask yourself the question, why am I allowing this to happen? What am I afraid of um, being able to achieve? or what am i afraid of letting go of and once you examine that you know the thing that you're afraid to let go of it really has nothing to do with your purpose you know the things that are the most difficult to let go of are the things that are preventing you from actually fulfilling your 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 dreams and you know being happy
0: all right all right that's interesting so I don't know if you had any more uh, final thoughts, uh, Ms. Dogier. Um, I, yes. I believe I believe that this 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 topic and this issue um, your, your purpose is for the individual reader to really, really get to know their purpose and to write write it down, write down your purpose. Um, like I said earlier that you, you you have to really get rid of what you value. Um, your religious uh, upbringing or, or non-religious upbringing to really, really define your purpose—not everybody else's purpose, not what someone told you your purpose is—but to understand what your purpose is. And um, and you
1: don't have to get rid of it. It's just like kind of lay it to the side for a second, right? Because a lot of times those those ideas that we're taught. Sometimes they can, they can be very freeing and allow us to achieve the impossible. For example, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, right? So um, you know, sometimes they can be very encouraging, but then sometimes they can be very limiting as well. There a lot of doctrine and ideology is wrapped around fear, you know, you know, like be a good person, <laughs> you know. Don't, you know, don't don't harm others. You know, Ten Commandments kind of living. But sometimes, you know, or let somebody slap you seven times and turn the other cheek and let them slap seven more like those those kinds of ideas, like lay them down for a second and think about what you think and, you know, dig into what you believe and your life experiences have have come so that you could develop the thinking or the beliefs or the I- ideas that will help you along the path um, on your purpose. So you know, if you just decide to stay within this box, that's the box you're going to be in, unless you allow yourself to really connect to to what's important to you as an individual.
0: So she- <laughs> slap, slap me if you want to LMAO. Um, yeah. And, 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 you know, for anybody um, in the chat, make sure you guys hit the like button, make sure you subscribe, make sure you hit the heart button, make sure you share. Um, because we want to always have these type of discussions and discussion every Thursday, which just today just happened to be a Friday night show every Thursday to discuss these issues and you know, the chat is so important for what we're trying to accomplish with uh, the virtual book club because the chat allows us to and allows the the, the person in the chat sharing their story to get them to understand that like, your story is your story. Everybody's story and everybody's journey is, is individualized to what they need to do and what, how they go. Um, a lot of times we try to put ourselves in other people's shoes and and live their journey and it's not about living their journey it's about living your own journey, rediscovering your own crown um for the man his crown and for the woman her crown so don't get caught up with you know well, this person is here on their journey, and I'm still at point a. you're at point A for a reason um. I heard an interesting phrase this week is you can only be where your feet are at. Um, mm-hmm. And this is a serious thing because we sometimes, we be all over the place and just don't understand that You are only where your feet are at. Your feet are here. This is where you're at. So step into your purpose, step into what you are supposed to do and understand that um you're not going to be nowhere in life where you're not supposed to be.
1: I do. I do want to make one point that's in the book that I really, really love um, on the idea of purpose because I think we we put we tend to put purpose in a box too. That you know, once we identify what it is, that's what we're always doing. Um, one of the examples I give in the book is about you know uh, a, a woman who it has has identified that her purpose is to teach, and why is it her purpose to teach? Because she enjoys. Learning and she enjoys sharing her learning with others and, and seeing other learn others learn, but her her purpose can take her along a, 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 a an ever increasing path. In the example in the book, she starts out you know teaching children in school and then she starts teaching college classes and then she is able to create you know. Um, classes that are taught around the nation, and then she goes on to create um, glo- global educational um, systems for children around the world. So, you know, purpose could be that that one thread. But as you walk along your path and allow yourself to engage with other people who are acknowledging and appreciating and supporting you in it, you can do greater and greater things just with that one thread. So. You know it's not just one thing
0: so with that everyone um great show great 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 for everybody in the chat that joined us um we love to discuss the show it's it's very um rewarding sometime when we we discuss what we're going to talk about um prior to the show and then we have a show where we feel as though the discussion was good. So remember you guys, the best way to support is to like, share, and subscribe. Um, share your, like I said, um, when you join the show, share your experiences. We do have some interesting things coming up um, that we're trying to do for the show. And um, being on this this journey with Julia first and then myself because she put me on this journey as well. Um, being on this thing, hold on.
1: Bless you. <laughs> thank you
0: being being on this journey together and, uh, and understanding that um you know your your journey is individually but you don't that doesn't mean you have to do it alone um and read and rediscovering and reclaiming it yourself because you never know the um the grass that you watering the grass that you water today may be the grass that need to be watered tomorrow so with that Um, You guys have a blessed week. We will see you guys um, hopefully next Thursday, 9 p.m. Thank you in the chat. Have a great weekend and stay safe.
1: Happy Mother's Day. (laughs) Still laugh. <laughs> we don't. So often we are referred to as Queen. But have you ever stopped to admire the beauty of your crown?